What do you do when you're confronted with a problem that isn't necessarily your responsibility? What do you do when someone approaches you at work or in business and asks you to do something that isn't your skill set? Saying the wrong thing or giving the wrong answer might have a negative impact on the future of your career or it may just make you miss out on possible opportunities. In this week's episode, I look briefly back at a time when I missed out on an opportunity and it had impact on me and what I would have done and what I should have done that could have made all the difference. Stay tuned. Welcome to the You Unleashed podcast with Femi Akiemi, the podcast where we share ideas on how to rock it in the workplace and life in general. Sometimes I use stories from my past and trust me, I have got stories for you. Other times we get people who know a lot more than we do to come into the studio and break it all down for us. You know what I've usually say, I've become a believer that done is better than perfect. So in whatever you do, whatever you set your mind to, just start, get the ball rolling and you'll be amazed how much progress you make as time goes on. And before you know it, you're closer to perfection than you think. And for the most part, perfection isn't even necessary to achieve what you want. With that said, let's get into it. Now, before we go on, though, I do want to give a very short and quick message. As I've said, over the next few weeks, we'll be launching our new membership platform. It's a platform where we're looking to start to share more insightful content. We've run a few webinars over the past few weeks, and we'll be looking to do a lot more of those kind of webinars. It's an opportunity for you to meet some of the guests we brought to the podcast, where you can ask questions and they can ask answers that fit your context. They can provide answers that fit your particular scenario because you have them one-on-one. We'll also be releasing other great goodies and explainer videos and things you'd find amazingly useful. Much more to come on that later though, over the next few weeks. But now, on to the short podcast for the week. Now, I'm reminded of a story a long time ago and in retrospect, looking back, I can know why things didn't go the way they should have. I was a lot younger and I was working for an oil and gas company. And I remember very clearly this day, I'd started a new role and was in that era when you get to a point in your career where you start to feel like your job is your job. There's something called scope creep or we call it scope. So scope is the job or the part of the job that is your responsibility, something that fits to you, is related to you. That's your personal scope. And scope creep, people who are in the project world will know what this means. Scope creep is when you start to go beyond what is asked of you or what is required of you. And it was in an era when people were very particular about making sure they did what was asked of them. And there are many reasons for this. And most of them were good reasons because... A lot of the time, when you take on a job that isn't yours, there's a big risk that you don't end up doing it as well as you should. You fail and you get the blame for it. A lot of people who listen to this webinar, who listen to this podcast, probably know that feeling. You've been given a piece of job or piece of work. You take it on because you want to be seen as a good soldier and you don't want to be seen as disruptive. But then you do a suboptimal work or you do a job that isn't what the level of someone who's an expert would do and you get the heat for it. 
And I remember a, lot, a long time ago, and I was asked by my manager at the time, and she called me in, and I was an analyst at the time, and she called me and I said, Femi, I want you to do some user acceptance testing for me. Now, if you're not an analyst, don't worry about it. It's, it's quite a technical piece of work. And I was someone who started to see myself and my career as moving in the business direction. I saw myself becoming more as a business-related person, a business-focused person, um, someone who was on the fast track to management. So I really didn't want to start getting my hands dirty with technical work. Apologies to people who do, who do technical work, but when you're in, you're trying to move to a certain point of your career, sometimes you feel like doing technical work is dragging you back. Now, if you're a technical person, you should be aiming for the top. And if you're a business person, you should be aiming to get into business. What you don't want to do sometimes is to be stuck in between because it means you don't have a clear focus. And at this point in time, I was really focused on becoming clearly a business-related person. So I remember my manager calling me in that day. And she said, Femi, I'd like you to do some user acceptance testing for me. I looked at her and I said, that's not part of my job. That's not what I should be doing. That's not my responsibility. Now, if I was a lot more mature, I would have probably seen the look on her face and I would have interpreted it to mean what it meant. But at that time, I didn't have the skill of reading the room. I didn't have the skill of reading my stakeholders. I didn't have the skill of reading whoever it is I was working with. And I just thought, yes, I've told her. And she said, okay, thank you. And I got up and I left. About six weeks later, there was a major shakeup in the organization. And people started to be let go. And... I was called into a room and I was acting almost like a consultant role for the business. And I was told, your services aren't required anymore. Now, I don't know if it was because I said no at that time, because a lot of people were let go who weren't in the same situation as me. But what I do know is looking back, it probably didn't help my cause. And I started to reflect on it. And there are a number of reasons why I would have said no. I mean, number one was, like I said earlier, the scope, the concept of scope and ensuring I focused on my role to do my job. Because to be fair, I was really busy at the time, but I probably could have taken another mindset. Number two, a view of, I didn't want to be seen to be doing something that was beneath me. I didn't want to be seen to be doing a job that wasn't my role or responsibility. Number three, I had a closed mindset. A mindset that said, I only do my job and my job only. And finally, pride. You see, one of the big challenges that a lot of us face in this journey of life as business people in our career and whatever, is that a lot of the time, we don't like to be told what to do. We don't have the mindset that sometimes everybody is a customer and the customer is always right. And... Maybe the customer isn't always right, but the customer is the customer and the customer is paying your bills. So you should really try to look to satisfy the customer. So from a place of pride, I felt I really can't let you tell me what to do or to do more than I should. I'm going to be seen to stand my ground and push back because 
don't forget, it's also very important for a lot of us to be able to push back because that means we can stand our ground and mean that we challenged sometimes and we're not seen as people who are doormats in the organization. Now, looking back, there were three things I could have done. I could have said no, which I did. And I could have said, yes, I would do it. And I go and do it. Or I could have said, I don't really know how to do this, but I can work with people to get the job done. Now, number the first reason I've explained, and we can see how that ended for me, knowingly or unknowingly. Now, the other two reasons, though, are the better. The other two ways of approaching this are probably the two better reasons. Because, number one, they show open-mindedness. They show flexibility. They show a willingness to work. They show someone who is a team player. They show someone who has a problem-solution minded approach to things and this is a trap a lot of us can get into the trap that sometimes we don't look at solving problems but sometimes look at more ways to pass on the buck to not take on responsibility so my message for you this week is a short one whenever challenges come your way even though there are challenges that are not necessarily your responsibility they're not necessarily your skill set it's always important to try and take a can-do approach. It's always important to try and take the mindset that, yes, I can do this. And then you try and do it and you try and develop the skills to do it. Or the second best option is to say, I can't possibly be the person to do it, but I can work with a group of people to find a way to get this done. And what that means is you now start to work with others to broaden your horizons, to develop your skill sets. And what happens is you become someone who is known to have gone the extra mile. You become known as somebody who, even though they couldn't do something, it didn't stop them from doing what they should have done. You become someone who is known as a get it done guy or the get it done lady. And there is nothing more powerful than that being attached to your career. Because ultimately, what every company, every business really wants is someone who can get stuff done. Job titles are just labels. Job titles are just ways of putting us in boxes and giving us roles and responsibilities to do. Ultimately, the person who sticks around the most, who gets paid the most, is the person who gets the job done the most, regardless of the challenges or the obstacles. Listen, everyone, it's been a short message this week and I'm sharing my own personal story of a time when instead of taking a can-do approach, I immediately saw the challenge as something that wasn't mine to do. I backed off and I probably paid the price for it. So my challenge to you this week is this. If anything comes your way, take it on. If anything comes your way, seize the opportunity, solve the problem. And if it isn't necessarily your role of responsibility, find a way to join hands with that person to get the problem solved. You see, what you'll be doing then is you'll be showing the world your problem solver. But what you'll also be doing is seizing opportunities. There is a reason why the opportunity came your way. There is a reason why they thought of you first. It's probably because they think you can do it or they think it's your role. And the worst thing you can do is kick it back completely. Try to help them get the problem solved 
And the advantage is you get yourself a new reputation, a better reputation, and a reputation as a problem solver. Have a great week, stay focused, look to solve problems, get unleashed, stay unleashed.